Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Teen Titans. discussing season three episode eight titled wavelength uh yet another excellent episode continuing the overarching story of this season in a really really phenomenal way brother blood's back he's getting under cyborg's skin some more doing some more bad guy things this time though uh, we get not only Aqualad joining the Titans in their fight against Brother Blood, uh, but we also get the introduction of Bumblebee. And I really like uh, how this show portrays Bumblebee. She is awesome. She is absolutely badass. Uh, she calls everyone, particularly Cyborg, out on their bullshit. It's awesome. Like, she is really, really cool, uh, and I really, really like what she brings to this episode, and to the show in general, because this is one of those recurring characters that we're going to see quite often over the last few seasons. Uh, But Cyborg has this really fantastic arc throughout this episode, this really great uh, internal dilemma throughout this season, this internal strife throughout this episode. Did I say season at one point? I meant episode. Uh, (laughs) uh, This internal strife throughout this episode over Brother Blood stealing his blueprints. Apparently, when Cyborg hacked into the Hive Academy way back when, uh, Brother Blood hacked into him and stole his blueprints and used it to create a giant sonic resonator capable of Creating a wave big enough to destroy the entire city. Rightfully so, Cyborg is pissed by this. He takes it extremely, extremely personally. As you might expect. Like, he feels violated by this. uh, In a horrifying, horrifying way. In a very primal way. Uh, And he spends this entire episode on the warpath. Uh, to get his blueprints back, to make Brother Blood pay uh, for this violation of everything he is, for taking his tech and using it to make this huge death machine. And the entire time, he's basically like, no, this is my mission, my mission, my mission, my mission, my mission, and kind of forgets 
throughout the entire thing that, like, he is part of a team and he has to do what's best for the mission. He sort of puts his own anger above the larger mission, as is evident from the, like, okay, you guys shut down the resonator and I'll go after Brother Blood. And Robin's just like, wait, no, that's a bad idea. Like, it's your blueprints. You're the only one who can shut it down. And then Cyborg spends the entire rest of the time grumble, 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 grumble. Like, he just wants... He literally wants blood. <laughs> I love it. And also, like, this kind of shows to me just why Brother Blood is such a good Slade replacement. And such a good villain on his own merits, the way they portray him here, because... He's literally Cyborg's equivalent of Slade. In the same way that Slade got under Robin's skin, Brother Blood has an amazing way of getting under Cyborg's skin. And they do it so, so well. Uh, And also, like, this episode, have to acknowledge there is barely a second to breathe. Like, once this episode starts, it just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes and never lets up at any point. Like, as soon as they get in the water, as soon as Aqualad delivers his exposition and then they all get in the T-sub, like, it just, it's this explosion of action that just keeps going for the next, like, 20 minutes uh, we have that great sequence with the mind control squid. Which, of course, is also cyborg tech. And it's so awesome. It's such a great sequence. I especially love when all the Titans get swallowed up by uh, Beast Boy as a whale. And they have to like spend time in Beast Boy's mouth. <laughs> uh, the disgust. Among everyone, among all the Titans, is so precious. It's so, so amazing. Uh, They escape the squid. They get into the headquarters. Immediately, they're attacked by, like, every Hive agent and their mother. Cyborg goes off on his own, immediately falls into a Brother Blood trap, has this excellent, excellent one-on-one fight with Bumblebee before... Uh, she reveals that she is also a spy, which Brother Blood very hilariously points out, was anyone at my school there to learn? <laughs> like, seriously, his top two students were both spies. What are the odds of that? That guy must feel like an idiot. That guy must feel dumb. <laughs> uh, but... We get that great sequence. Uh, Immediately, like, everyone falls into various traps. Aqualad and Beast Boy are getting crushed trash compactor style. Robin and Raven and Starfire are all getting drowned. And then Brother Blood attacks Cyborg. And we get this great one-on-one fight between the two of them with all this tension. Uh, The Sonic Resonator is going off. They're out of time. Brother Blood, like takes off his robe to discover other robes. Is any part of him not robe? 
I'm pretty sure, like, every piece of him, like, he's just, like, 90% robe. It's really weird. Uh, but we get this epic fight between the two of them, which is handled so, so well. At one point, Bumblebee comes in, uh, gives Cyborg the opportunity to, uh, shut down the Resonator after all the other Titans get out of their various traps and... Beast Boy and Aqualad are able to shut down the force field, uh, and they are able to destroy the Resonator. And Brother Blood loses another headquarters, as he astutely points out, that's two headquarters you owe me. Uh, but there's tons of really, really amazing action sequences with so much tension, uh, so much fluidity, so much kinetic energy, it's, it's amazing. By the way, like... Audible gasps every time I watch it, uh, at that one point when Brother Blood, like, pierces Cyborg's chest. And Cyborg has this genuine moment of shock, like, how did you do that? And Brother Blood's like, I read your blueprints, remember? Like, it's chilling, it's so, so chilling. Uh, but this entire episode, it's one giant action sequence, basically, and it's amazing. Oh, by the way, the way they escape the crumbling headquarters is they go back in Beast Boy's mouth, which is hilarious. <laughs> I love how Raven, like, for, like, a solid minute is like, yeah, I'll just drown. It's fine. <laughs> and then Starfire just yanks her away, like, shut up, you're going in the mouth. You're gonna deal with it, damn it. You're gonna deal with it. <laughs> Uh, and then this episode ends, uh, they're tracking Brother Blood, he's heading east, uh, but they can't, they can't take him out, uh, because their city needs them. Dr. Light is, uh, stealing from a bank. Dr. Light is robbing a bank. I forgot the phrase, robbing a bank for a second. How did I do that? How did I forget robbing a bank? That's like, basic crime terminology. I'm stupid. I'm a dumb person. Uh, but the Titans have to take down Dr. Light. The city needs them. So Aqualad and Bumblebee are like, hey, uh, we're taking down Brother Blood now. Uh, we'll, we'll handle it from here. If we need you, we'll call. Blah, blah, blah. And so they go. Uh, the honorary Titans... Actually, I don't think we ever saw Bumblebee become an honorary titan. She's basically an honorary titan at this point. In everything but name. Uh, but they're going to take him down. And they offer the opportunity to Cyborg to join them in taking down Brother Blood. And Cyborg is like, no. My mission's here. Uh, the anger has subsided, he's sort of become more level-headed, and he sort of had the moment of realization, hey, I'm needed here. This is where, this is where I belong, this is where, uh, logically, I am best placed. Uh, I need to be here with the other Titans, protecting my city. You guys can take down Brother Blood. It's fine. He can wait. So he sort of, in his own head, comes to the conclusion after the anchor subsides, like, yeah, uh, mission comes first, and my mission is protect the city. 
So Cyborg sort of works through his anger and sort of makes this elective decision. Makes this executive decision not to let Brother Blood just sort of walk all over him. Not let Brother Blood rule his entire existence. Uh, It's a very nice, quiet, reserved little moment uh, that speaks volumes of... How well this arc plays out throughout the episode. How well written this arc is throughout this episode. Uh, anyway. So, yeah. Major story arc of season three continuing. There's still some installments in it. Like, we got five episodes left. Uh, two of those episodes are main story. The two-part finale. So... Shit's still gonna go down. We still got a lot of season left for a lot to happen. Uh, And it's pretty great. So, get ready for that marvelous marvelousness. Or sorry, DC-less (laughs) DC-lessness. Wrong wrong publisher. (laughs) Wrong comics universe. Oh, that was such an obvious joke and I hate myself for making it. Anyway, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just to push up a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468. And support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 9. Talk to you then.